to Christy's Bits of Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Christy. My goal is to help you start your mornings off right by sharing a short story or a parable that will motivate and encourage you to live your best life with God. By using the infinite wisdom found in His Word, you truly can live a life of happiness and peace in Christ. I'm leaving proof. I hope you'll stick around and subscribe. Also, if you like what you hear, please share with your friends and family so they can scoop up some bits of wisdom for themselves. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I hope you had a great Wednesday yesterday, and I hope you'll have an even better Thursday today. I want to start out this podcast by telling you the title and then explaining what I mean by it. I called it Choose Not to Remember. And what I mean by that is um, there are things that we have to leave behind whenever we move forward with God. So I want to kind of pick up where I left off on yesterday's episode. So in the beginning, I talked about how with God, um, he sees the big picture. He gives us a new life. He gives us um, a new name. He transforms us by renewing our mind. and he um, gives us a new heart, a clean heart. So all of those things tie into what I want to talk about today, how we have to just let everything go and we have to be that new person that he wants us to be. Um, when we come to God, we have to come to him with pure intentions. We have to be repentant. When we ask for forgiveness, we have to truly repent. That means we have to turn from the sin that we were in. It's not enough to say, oh, I'm sorry, God, and then run back out and do it again. That's that's not a good way to live. That's a, that's a very miserable life. I've done that. And God knows the difference. And it's only because he is so long-suffering and because he loves us so much that he does put up with that baloney when we do that. I mean, he it hurts him, but he loves us so much that... He's he's long suffering and he's willing to to chase us down until we surrender to him. When we surrender, we can't look back at our old lives. The Bible tells us in Philippians three thirteen. Paul says, "Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind." and pressing toward what is ahead. And Paul knew that he wasn't perfect, and he wasn't going to be, but he, he strived every day to move forward and forget the old life, and that's what we have to do. We cannot be torn between the old life and the new life. That's misery. So I titled this one, Choose Not to Remember. And I have like a little parable. I have always understood the word of God in parables and like whenever I tried to write about God or write about his word, I seemed to write it in parables, like little stories that made sense to me. So I want to tell you this one. Uh, my son, Josh, is almost 30. He'll be 30 on February 4th. But when he was about nine years old, he had a little scooter. He loved that thing. He rode that thing all day long. We had, um, back where I lived in my old hometown, um, at our house, we had this big, gigantic 
concrete driveway. I mean, it was huge, enough to park probably 10 cars there. So it was really big, square um, driveway. And Josh rode that scooter around that concrete all day long. He loved it. I made him wear a helmet. <laughs> and I did not make him wear knee pads because, I don't know, I guess I surely didn't think of it. But when he was about nine, he wrecked that scooter on that concrete driveway. And he tore his leg all to pieces. Oh, my gosh, it was hideous. It was probably the worst... Um, the worst wound I had ever seen on a child, let alone Josh. He tore the skin completely from his knee all the way down his shin, like literally just peeled back the whole, like he just peeled off the, the whole front of his leg. And so it was pretty bad wound. And so I had to get uh, really big pieces of gauze to put on it. And I had put tons of neosporin on it. So, you know, to keep it from getting infected. And I knew that it was going to take a long time for that to heal up because his whole entire leg, his whole entire piece of skin was gone. I mean, it was horrible. And I knew that it was painful. And so I tried my best to make him feel better every day. I tried to, you know, help him keep his mind off of it. But he couldn't. It was right there. I mean, he just, you know, it was right there in his face bothering him. And so I noticed over the next week or so that he kept, he would pull back that bandage. He would take that tape loose and pull back that bandage every so often to see how much it had healed up. And you ever heard that saying, a watch pot never boils? <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and if you keep looking at something, it's not going to seem like it's healing up. And he was so disappointed each time that he peeled back that gauze to see that massive skinless shin underneath it. He was so disappointed. I could see it on his face. And so I sat him down one day and I told him, I said, listen, you know, this is going to take a really long time to heal because you've done some major damage here. And I explained to him that he needed to stop checking it because by checking it, it was keeping it fresh in his mind. And then that was causing him to relive that nasty fall that he had taken from that scooter. And it was keeping that wound from healing properly because I was afraid the more that he pulled the gauze back, you know, maybe dirt or germs would get in it. Um, so he got a little aggravated with me and he told me that he couldn't forget it because it hurt. <laughs> and I understood that. I mean, we've all had things that are painful that we can't forget because they're they're painful. And it's, it's a hurt that, that seems to be constantly, constantly feel that hurt. And in a half, I said, well, if you can't forget it, then choose not to remember it. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, well, isn't that the same thing, Mom? And I explained to him that the latter part of that sentence, choose not to remember it, was actually a choice that he could make each time that that hurt and that pain came to his mind. I told him that whenever he felt like he wanted to check on the the wound whenever he wanted to pull that bandage back and look at it to consciously make the decision to just let that thought go put his mind on something else and it eventually would heal and it get better so josh took my advice and he left it alone until it was time for me to clean it and then put new bandages on it and i noticed after that that his spirit perked up 
and he would he would go on about his business each day and the wound eventually healed because he stopped checking on it and i think it probably healed a lot quicker for him after he didn't he wasn't constantly thinking about it anymore it probably felt like it healed a lot quicker um but anyway the wound eventually healed but it left a big scar that now he still sees from time to time almost 30 years old and this has been like 21 years ago um he still sees it from time to time but he doesn't let it affect him he'll say oh here's where i wrecked my scooter you know but it doesn't hurt him anymore the pain is gone it left a little scar behind, but it doesn't hurt him. And I think that there's a lesson to be learned in what happened there. Like, if you've ever been hurt by somebody that you trusted or that you love, and if you feel like you can't forgive them because you can't forget what they did, it just keeps coming up in your mind. I mean, I have been hurt. I was hurt by somebody that I cared a lot about. and um. He really, he really hurt me. And uh, for a long time, I couldn't forget what he did. I just, I couldn't forget it. It seemed like it just played like a movie over and over in my head. I just, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't forget it. Until one day I just said, hey, I've got to not remember this. I've got to do what I told Josh when he was little. I just, I just got to not remember it. So if you've been hurt like that and it keeps coming up in your mind and you feel like you can't forget what they did, then choose to not remember it and like i said i know that's hard because i have been there and i haven't forgotten what's done to me but almost every day i have to choose not to remember it and i do that on purpose because i need i needed to heal from that i needed to heal what, what from what happened to me from what the person did to me and i couldn't heal if i was constantly rehashing in my mind and constantly thinking about it that was not allowing me to move past what was you know what had been done to me I was living in that spot I was living in that hurt and so I noticed that like my son when I kept remembering what happened to me it only was keeping me in chains and in bondage and in unforgiveness toward that person and then I thought about how I taught my son to consciously decide each time that he wanted to look at the hurt, to consciously decide not to. So I tried it for myself. And after a while, I was able to move on past what had happened. Now, it wasn't easy, but I had to remember what I told my son. Choose not to remember. <laughs> Choose to not remember. And now that I'm past it, and I'm able to honestly pray for that individual, I'm able to pray for him. I hope that he is right with the Lord. hope that his sins are covered under the blood. And I hope to see him in heaven one day. I honestly do. Um, so the hurt isn't there anymore. But the scar is still there. And when I think of that scar, I'm reminded that that hurt has healed. And that I chose not to remember what happened. And I know you guys might be saying, well, you don't know what happened to me or you've never been through what I've been through. And you might be right. I mean, you might be right. I don't know what you're going through. And nobody knows. Not everybody knows what I've been through. But I do know that wounds that are constantly picked at will never heal. You have to leave them alone and allow the healing to begin and to take place. 
And if you can't forget that the wound is there, then choose not to remember. And you can ask God to bring the healing that only he can. Only God can bring us healing, true healing. Only he can bring us um, the peace that we need and just whatever that we need to um, to get through it. So I'm going to give you some helpful verses. I didn't really read any verses today in that, like throughout that. Um, but I'm going to give you some helpful verses. So Ephesians 4.31 is very helpful. And that talks about, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. And another verse that kind of goes with it is Matthew 6, 14, Matthew 5, 44, and Psalm 147, 3. And I, wanna, and I just feel led to um, go read that. Let me look that up. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And that is exactly what he did for me. When I decided to let go of that hurt, he healed my broken heart and he binded up my wound. And so today I'll just leave you with choose not to remember. So I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you're listening to it on YouTube, then I would like for you to leave a like and a comment and let me know what you thought of it. I'll see you guys tomorrow.